You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Oh, I'm just pouring myself a beer here. Welcome to Tales from the Barside, everyone. My name is Remy, and this is my co-host. Lauren. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Good. How's it how's it going for you? It's it's going really good. We've had a week. Yes. <laughs> We've had a week. We've had an interesting week, a fun week, an exhausting week. Um I hit the breaking point every week that it seems at this new job on Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, I'm just done. Like I'm past forty hours. You're working me like a slave. Sorry, that's kind of fucking rude. <laughs> You're not working me like a slave, but I'm doing a lot of work. I'm very physical at my job. I'm running around. I'm washing glasses. I'm helping customers. I'm making drinks. I'm moving. I've lost a few pounds since working there. Seriously. <laughs> I wish that would happen to me. <laughs> I really have. Um, but it's a great place. It's money season. It's party season. Yeah. It's the, we've been booking three, four, five corporate parties every day That's in that amazing. place. It's really great to work at because the money's flowing like money. And I, you let it wash over you. <laughs> Just like think of all the money you're making and put up with a lot of BS. Right. Um, so, yeah. So there was some BS to deal with this week. Uh, nothing major. We're not a complaining show. We love our jobs. We love being bartenders. We realize that it's sometimes unglamorous, sometimes dirty, sometimes really dirty. <laughs> I will say that this week I had a lot of people that were really generous tippers. So I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for – we do. We, I seriously. Keeping the holiday spirit alive for all of us. <laughs> I, I had some great tippers too, and thank you all so much. I've told a lot of people about the podcast, so hopefully people are tuning in. Same. And yep. if it's your first time listening, then go back and listen to the old episodes and wait for new ones because we're just going to keep getting better and better at this. Um, but we love the support and we definitely love the money. <laughs> That's what we're in this for. You don't bartend um, at a crappy place for long. If you're not making money, you're on to the next joint. That's, That's the true. beauty of it. And once you learn how to do what we do, you can get a job basically anywhere. Any city, any county, any place in the United States yeah, or abroad. You, yeah, that's true. You can go and make money as a bartender, especially if you know some good cocktails. So tonight, I think we're going to pull out a couple of cool recipes. Yep. We're going to talk about some of our favorite drinks to make. Um, we're going to talk about what it's really like the day-to-day of being a bartender because a lot of people don't get that. And instead of like complaining mercilessly about the idiots that don't know how to do it right, it's because they haven't been educated. So hopefully there's some listeners to this podcast that aren't bartenders that really want to know what it's like to be a bartender. Learn the ins and outs. Yeah, and tell you like what it's like to be us. What You, you see us differently than we see you. That's for sure. <laughs> that is true. You yeah. are thirsty, and we know this. We <laughs> We're want, here to quench the thirst. We want to get you drunk, I promise. <laughs> I promise we do. So if it's real busy and your bartender is busy, <clears throat> there's a way to – to let them know that you want to be served. And how do you prefer? And a way not to. Um, casually standing at the bar and conversing with your friends until the bartender is in your vicinity. And then having your drink order ready and, you know, focusing mildly on the bartender. We can feel all of your eyes oh, yeah. staring at us. It's And we feel naked sometimes. I like to kind oh, of I like, don't, Do you feel naked sometimes? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like to kind of just like. Somebody's looking at your nipples. Make eye contact with them. Yep. Let them know. Say, I hey, see you. what's yep. up? I'll going like, on, kind of like give them a look or I'll give them a little hand gesture or to let I'll them know. I'll get you in a second. Yep, helps. You. If they're within reach of like me being able to say something to them, because yep. like I said, I work at nightclubs. So a lot of times the music is extremely loud. I have to have people like yell 
orders to me. I have to definitely pay attention to your lips. Like, don't cover your mouth, mouth. when you're trying to talk. Right. Um, you know, I understand that you're trying to, like, shield me from your bad breath. Believe me, I'm involved in all of that <laughs> all the time. So I get it. So, but I have to, like, be able to read your lips and hear you at the same time. Especially if I turn my head, I'm not not paying attention to you. It's I'm just trying to hear what you're saying. Yes. But I will, like acknowledge people i yeah. think that's a huge part. <clears throat> it helps yeah when it's real know, busy mm-hmm. when it's real busy to acknowledge them the other point is sometimes you're so crazy busy and this is what happened to me on sunday it was a football game it had been busy all morning and this person didn't know what i had been through she's not walked in my shoes she doesn't know that i worked 10 hours the day before till 12 30 at night and then got up at seven right to be back at eight in the morning to do a lions game Totally, totally understandable. And hey, it looks like I chose to get up a little bit early to make sure it was ready to go. She doesn't know that. It's after the game. She's drunk. She wants to get more drunk. And the bar is packed. I'm grabbing server tickets. I'm making things as fast as I can. I'm trying to do three things at once. And she says, excuse me. We'd like to order some drinks when you get a second. And I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. (laughs) Everybody here is doing the same thing as you. To say excuse me in a high-pitched voice does not endear me to you. I'm not overlooking you on purpose. I'm fucking busy. I'm going balls to the wall. And so when you stop me doing what I'm doing to say excuse me and force me to make that eye contact with you and acknowledge your almighty presence, it makes you come across as a dick. It makes you come (laughs) across as an entitled dick doesn't matter who you are. Right. It's not cool. So please don't do that. Don't say excuse me. If, you know, if you need to know where the bathroom is, the bartender who's super busy is probably not the best person to ask, but everybody comes to the bartender with questions. Hey, how do I play this game? Hey, where's the bathroom? Hey, what do I do for this? What do I do for that? And I'm like, I'm trying to get all of these people their drinks. Right. Please don't stop me while I'm trying to do that. I had a guy like stick his hand out like as far as he could. Mm. And I was like already like power walking down the oh. down the bar to get to the other side. That's... And this guy just stuck his hand out across and like I almost ran into him and I like turned over and like looked at him and he looked so proud of himself. Like, oh, see, I got her attention. I did his it. friend. I did it. Look. And I was just like, you guys can wait. I see you. Believe me. I know that you are there. I want to serve you. Just wait your turn yeah. and I will get to you. And now you can wait a little extra. Right. Just fuck <laughs> you. Seriously, we'll do that. You think we won't? Yeah. If I've got 30 people to choose from and I, I know they all want something from me and I have to pick, I'm just, I'm, not gonna go I'm usually just pointing at the at the closest person to me. I'm like, okay, you're next. Give me what you got. You're next. You're next. I'm trying to, to get it done as efficiently as possible. But if you stop me whilst working or, you know, make yourself fucking the star of the show all of a sudden, no, you're going to the back of the line a little bit it won't be too long but it'll be a little bit longer than it would have been just just wait your turn patiently have a conversation with somebody talk to the pretty girl next to you or your friends or do whatever it is you want to do but don't don't yell out anything at the bartender when they're really busy not not a cool look not at all wait wait for them to acknowledge you and stuff okay that being said we got mm, Ah, I feel so much better now. I feel so much lighter. Like just a weight lifted off my shoulders. I glared. Stretch it out. I glared at this woman. I burned eyes through her soul that day yesterday. I because I was just I had had my fill. I was going breakneck speed for way too long, and and I was over it. And so I did. I gave her a look, and I'm not sorry for it. 
I don't apologize for it. It's not the most polite type of bartending, but what she did, she started the rudeness. And so I finished it. And I finished it in a way that's like, hey, you can take it or leave it, but I'm not going to Well, you didn't like go off on her or like tell her what a piece of shit she was. No, she got – she got the yeah, eye you glare. Got the eyes. You got the eyes, I'm and somebody staring else staring deep within you right now. Somebody else waited on you, <laughs> and that and that was that. There was other people that sat there all afternoon drinking shots of expensive tequila <laughs> and drinking beers, and they and like they racked up a tab, and they were they got they got a little testy with me one time. They kind of asked for something, and in just that tone that suggests like I'm a little irritated, and I turned them right around and made them my friends again, and then at the end. I was leaving. I was done for the day. I'm like, yeah. ding, ding. Time tap to go. Out. Where's my bell? Oh, the bell's not here. Anyways, ding, ding. I was out like a light. I'm like, I got to get out of here. Manager cut me. And so I made sure to go back by and thank them for coming in. I was like, hey, you guys were awesome. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I really appreciate your business. And they were super, they were like, oh, do you need us to cash out? I'm like, no, no, no. It's all, we share everything. It's all good. Um, Take your time and en- enjoy the rest of your night. I'm just heading out for the evening and wanted to say thank you. And so that felt good. You know, I, was yeah. like, I did my good deed and I had my, my evil Remy, <laughs> but you brought the evil Remy out of me, lady. So if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, which I'm sure you're not. Please don't ever do that um, again. Please. Yeah. Anybody out there, please don't, don't talk to your bartenders like that. We're people and we might have worked 45 hours this week. And we're, yeah, you think it's an easy job. We're going in on reality, fumes. we're dealing with a lot of people that are intoxicated. Yep. And we deal with a lot of shit. We deal with a lot of woo girls. We deal and... with coworkers that <laughs> yeah. don't pull their weight. Exactly. We deal with, you know, we've all got things going on and in our lives. And then home lives. And exactly. home lives. And what's going on in your home life. All that stuff. What home life? I don't have one right now. <laughs> and that's okay because it's money season, baby. Get that cheddar. <laughs> Just keep on pushing. Keep on swimming. Um. So, no, it was a good week money-wise. I, I made a shit ton, and I, I did have a lot of good experiences with customers, people who are friendly. I saw an old friend of mine, Corey, that I hadn't seen in several years now. We used to go to Lions games together. He popped Aww. in before the game. That That's was really, cute. really cool. Uh, it wasn't cute. <laughs> it, well, I was like, nice. I saw somebody it was seen it forever. adorable. <laughs> yeah, to me, it's cute. I'm always like, oh. I'm with you on that. It was good to see Corey. Uh, I don't know if he'll be listening to the podcast, but he's got a business called Prime Mold, which is pretty cool. Uh, he does like cast metal moldings of shit Ooh, for whatever you need. That sounds interesting. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to give my buddy Corey a free plug because I saw him. He came into my bar and tipped me good. So, uh yeah, if you need a mold of some shit or whatever they do, go <laughs> You're to Prime doing a Mold. Really good job describing what I he do. does for. A I just ma- I sold him. <laughs> Get ready for a million dollar sale, buddy, because <laughs> you listen to Tales from the Bar Side. Um, no, Prime Mold's out in uh, Port Huron. And, uh, yeah, good, good dude. Uh, fun times. Still a Lions fan. I guess I can't, uh, I can't really fault him for it if you want to choose that path. That's, if you're uh, into, if that's the sort of thing you're into. Hurt if, you, all the time. if you like S&M, <laughs> you must be some sort of sicko into S&M and stuff. That would or, work. Or you just like the Lions. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's the same thing, basically. That's that's what I feel about it. <laughs> is you got to be into S and M if you follow that team. But we're not a sports show. We're a bartending show and a drinking show. And hopefully, drinking it's ho- what we're doing. Hopefully, you've got a good beverage in front cheers. of you. Cheers, indeed. And cheers to you guys. Cheers. Here's a little PBR down the hatch for you. I wonder that's if they can pause. hear swallowing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I if love the, noises like that. You like noises? Some I, people hate noises like that. No, but I, I love mouth noises. <laughs> I do. I don't know why. I like to watch those like mukbang and like people like 
hot bitches eating lots of food. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I can see the appeal of that, I guess. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of hot bitches, you ever hook up with a hot bitch at work? <laughs> Have I ever hooked up at a hot bitch at with work? With a hot bitch at work. I and mean, a hot bitch can be a guy or a girl. It doesn't matter. I We're would say to... I, I have hooked up with a hot bitch at the place that I work at or did work at, but not while I was not at work. Not in the establishment. I was No, I was in the establishment, oh. just not like currently on the clock in well, the establishment. Yeah. Were... I went there to hang out. Exactly. And it then was we your went off to day. the employee bathroom. Nice. <laughs> and we got caught. Classy. Oh, that's awesome. That's we even got, better. We got caught and we left. <laughs> Who'd you get caught by? Somebody important? Uh, no, I think it was a barback. I'm CEO. pretty sure it was just a barback, oh, barback. or something. So he but just like, wanted. He was fumbling they, to get his phone out. <laughs> yeah. He was trying to take pictures. We're like, whoops. He wanted <laughs> to put something in the spank bank. Oh, and then we hung like, out yeah. for the rest of the night. Yeah, it was. It was fun. I mean, you had to get out of there. Yeah, we had to get out of the bathroom. But you kept. They were like, it. "Hey guys." Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, oops, sorry. So I don't think you're allowed to do this in here. We both. We both worked there. Right. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. it wasn't just So you me. knew the yeah, bar back yeah. that caught you. Oh, yeah. For Both sure. of us did. Yeah. We were <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, ha, ha, that's oh, funny. Uh, hey. <laughs> we're um, going to go keep dancing so, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Just keep dancing. No, good. Uh, no, there was a girl that I worked with. She was super cute. And she was like, oh, my God. And she said it in the most sultry way. She's like, my biggest fantasy is to just get, like, fucking ravaged in the beer cooler. And I'm like, oh, that's really hot. I'm like, we should do that. But she had a boyfriend. I had a girlfriend. Yeah, we didn't do it. You didn't do didn't it? Didn't do that. Now, I've hooked up with coworkers. My son is the product of hooking up coworkers. Oh, okay. He is. Yeah. My uh, my ex and I, we worked together at a restaurant. and uh, But it wasn't in the place that you guys He did up. not. He was, he not, was conceived not conceived in the restaurant. Okay. No, All right, he right. was definitely not conceived in the restaurant. He was conceived about a mile and a half away from – no, not even like a quarter mile away from the restaurant because that's enough. where I lived. I walked to work. It was that <laughs> kind of place. <laughs> now, I live in downtown Detroit and um, yeah, we made a 10-year relationship out of it and had a baby. Damn, that's and a long time. It is a long time. You learn a lot about people yeah. in that in that time frame in 10 years and, and a kid. Um. Good experience. Yeah, good for you. You, know? you got a kid out and, of it. An ended experience, an awesome but a good kid, kid. Actually, I do have so. a cool kid. <laughs> I've got a really cool kid, man. Someday he's going to listen to these and be like, my dad was such a dork. <laughs> and be like, yeah, everybody's a dork sometimes, kiddo. Like every kid that's just like, fuck you, dad. God, I hate you. I hate yeah. this place. I wish I was never born. <laughs> my kid's not like that, and I hope he never becomes like that, but we'll see. He has yet to reach the teenage yeah, years. Yeah, I was about to say, he's still a little we'll young see. He's, he's young and innocent and sweethearted. He's a good kid. Aww. I adore him. I love my life. I do. I love my life, and bartending was missing from it for a little while. I had gotten out of the game for a good year and a half, two years, and getting back into it has really reinvigorated me. Does your son know that you're a bartender? He does. Does he like it? He does. I've taken him to just about every bar that I've worked at since he's been alive. That's so, awesome. Yeah, little. Well, the bar you work at currently has like a lot of games and like and karaoke and stuff like that. Yeah, that's stuff cool stuff that he loves. So, oh, okay. it's perfect. We we've gone there a couple of times, and it, he sang his little heart out for two hours each time. <laughs> and the last time I went, I was like, "All right, we're bowling, dude. We got to do some bowling." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> so we dug that. We dug on the bowling, but yeah, so cute, fascinating. Having a child, having a little person that looks up to you and thinks, "I'm going to learn." All my stuff from this dude. And you're like, I'm that dude. I guess I got to be that dude. I don't have kids, but I have nieces and nephews. So, so you get Close it. Enough. You get it. You're in there. Like you see what they do. Oh, I'm putting a little happy face back oh, on you're the putting, microphone. I like pad. the noise it's making. 
<laughs> Everybody like that. Like, tickle, tickle. Oh, that's good. Um, I, I have hooked up at work before. I've definitely met girls by bartending and hooked up with them. Well, sure. When the shift yeah. was over. Um, but like in the establishment, it's, I've always been trepidatious about that. It's hot and it's cool. And I, I, I've worked at some cool places where it's like, man, this would be a great place to hook up. But I'm, I guess I'm always kind of like, is it worth my job? Like if the wrong person catches you hooking up at work, you're yeah. fired. That's just it. You're just fired. Definitely. And it's like, ah, like really good, hot, crazy, wild sex with somebody that you're super attracted to in the place that you work. It's so naughty. It's so taboo and dirty. I can see the the glamorizing of that. Yeah, for sure. I did. I hooked up with a girl at um inside one of the rest in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was New Year's Eve. so dirty. It was New Year's Eve. And I was drunk. And it was a buyout party. And they had provided all the booze for the party. And they're like, so this is for the party. Here's a case of, you know, a couple cases of vodka, case of rum, gin. You're just, you're, this is what you're pouring all night long. It's, it's prepaid, pre-bought for. We're bringing in, we're not using our product. We've brought in special product. I don't know if any of this is legal. I don't really care because I don't work there anymore. And it's not a place anymore. It's not even on the map anymore. But anyway, so we knew that, and this was the type of place where they had, um, all, they had all of the, um, fancy drinks and different cocktails and things that you could make and stuff. So we knew that we were going to be able to pour whatever we wanted all night and they weren't keeping track of it at all. They were just going to, um, you know, didn't have to write it down. You didn't have to mark it down. It's just like, here's the booze for the party, pour it as you will. So I'm like, well, shit, we get to drink. <laughs> That's perfect. We totally get to get fucked up tonight. And it's usually a place where you're not allowed to drink at at all. So this was great. And uh, I I hung out and got a little toasty, had a couple of shots here and there. And by the end of the night, I was pretty well hammered. I was feeling pretty good. And there's this really cute girl at the end of the bar who's also pretty inebriated. And it's New Year's Eve. And, of course, you know, it's a hookup holiday. <laughs> People are kissing at midnight. People are looking to get laid on New Year's Eve. Duh. I'm this smooth, you know, 30-something bartender with a, uh, a young guy's haircut to keep me young looking. And so we just started making out at the end of the bar. Just flat out. It was probably the party went till three um but it was probably, it was probably like 1 30 and we're both pretty <laughs> hammered and we're just making out we're all over each other i was like you're hot she's like you're hot i'm drunk she's drunk we go to the bathroom and you know guys underperforming whilst under too much alcohol <laughs> the influence of alcohol did its job that night and it's like I can get excited for the event, but I can't really make the event happen that right. well. <laughs> like the event is kind of a dud. <laughs> so it's we, canceled. We well, it didn't, it didn't get canceled. We we tried for a while and finally like got it to work, but no finishing on either side. And so that's it's kind of like, well, what was the whatever point of it was that? like, but still it was fun. Yeah, something to do. It was. It's a story to tell. Yep. I don't know her name. <laughs> I don't remember her name. She didn't remember mine. It was one oh, of those. No. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Have you seen each other since? <clears throat> no. No. When okay. I don't know if I'd recognize her if I saw her. We were both really drunk and right. went to the bathroom. And Not one hundred percent. So sure. when, but when we came out, all the people were gone. All the lights were up, and it was just staff. Yep, the end of the party happened while we were in the bathroom. And so she had to do this little walk of shame past all the coworkers and was 
Man, Completely the party, embarrassed. The party ended while you were in the bathroom, mm-hmm. but it was like done for a while because mm-hmm. everyone cleared out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it took a while. That's not my proudest right. moment. It's definitely not my proudest moment. Oh, but I happens. share it freely because it is a tale from the bar side. It's the kind of thing that happens. And I'm pretty happens. sure almost everyone has had a oh, moment sure. like that. For sure. Whether you took her home and did it or whether – whatever. Every every bartender that's ever gotten laid <laughs> has gotten too drunk to get laid to. For sure. That's true. Yeah. Unless you're a non-drinking bartender, in which case, who are you? Seriously. I worked at a place where there was like no – you weren't allowed to like hook up with – Coworkers, Co- and not they even were just coworkers. You weren't allowed to hook up with anybody who anybody, came in, customers, customers anything. Yeah. Like you are a non-sexual being yeah, once right. you work here. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not allowed to have feelings. You're not allowed to. I would have... always have to be like the eye in the sky. It's watching. I can't give you my phone number. Sorry. <laughs> that sounds terrible. It worked out. I mean, like just being a girl in general can be a little overwhelming. I can imagine. Bartending. Yeah. I've seen it. I've worked next to girls. I've worked with girls. I've been the guy hitting on the girl (laughs) who's like, God, I wish all these guys would stop hitting on me. And I'm like, yeah, it sucks. Totally. But I'm your coworker. So that's totally different. Like, I can take your phone number, but I'm not allowed to give out my phone number. And then the next time they come in, they're like, oh, you never called me. Oh, I'm sorry. It got wet. So I had to throw it away. And you know what I mean? How many times can you keep up that? Yeah. It's Story before like, people are like, listen, okay, legit. <laughs> I want you to be my regular and give me money, but I'm never going to date you. So I'm just like pretty honest now. I'm Good. Like, yep. That's the way to be. Yeah. It really like, is. Sorry. And as a guy, I appreciate that. If a girl's not digging me, she's not into my vibe and she doesn't like what I'm slanging. <laughs> if she's not feeling it, then I'd rather she just tell me. Exactly. Just be honest with me. I'm the same way. Uh, sorry. I'm not getting the vibe. Cool. Oh, hey, getting a vibe. Way cool, you know, but it's fine either way. I'm not going to live or die on it. Right. I'm not going to go home and cry myself to sleep, masturbate with my tears. That's not happening <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Isn't that what they did on no. waiting? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that. This is a good movie. That movie is probably the closest um, that anybody's ever come to filming what it's really like to work in a bar and restaurant. Somebody obviously the thing that sucked about that movie, yeah. for sure. But the thing that sucked about the movie is the the hot lesbian bartender mm-hmm. was not part of the whole movie. She was like a very minor character in it. Oh, it like took two seconds. Very yeah, it was minor. just like yeah. she was and in she and, out. and she hit on the the female patron who was breaking up with her yep. boyfriend, and that was it. She didn't go to the party afterwards. Yeah, she didn't like come hang out with them. Yeah, I know. Come on. She wasn't a major character, but uh, maybe they didn't find the right actress to play that part. Maybe not. Because I think it could have been. They could have hit on it and waiting or still waiting or whatever. Isn't that what it's called? Like waiting to, still waiting. They did make another one. I don't think I saw that one. Really? I usually go and see the twos of most movies that I like. I have it. I have it at my house. Well, then we'll have to watch it sometime. Video games and video games and waiting to still waiting. Is what it's called. We're still waiting. Still waiting. I'm still. Waiting. I'm still bartending. It's literally the same movie, only just like a little bit different. Like you know, in Austin Powers, like they do the yeah, same. Everything is. It's exactly the same movie, right? Every time, just different jokes just and different, different jokes, characters. But the same joke, just different. Did were any of, was any of the original cast in it? Yep, a lot of it. <laughs> yep, <laughs> a lot of. Dane Cook. Dane Cook was not in this one. Uh, of course not. And and. What's the other guy? Well, who's the the kid? I forget his name, and I should know this. But the the kid who is the trainee through the first waiting, and then fucks everybody at the end with oh, the yeah, goat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that kid is monster. He should definitely be in it. 
He ended the se- the first movie so epically. Did, but I don't think that he was in the second right. one. He should have been the guy that's like, now I've been here 20 Natasha, years. Natasha, like the hostess girl, yeah. she's in it. Oh, of course. Uh, the original manager. The guy that they He's say- He's good. The guy that, say- that they say masturbates with his tears or whatever. Yeah. He was in it. Oh, the P guy? The yeah, guy who couldn't the P. The yeah, couldn't go <laughs> And we're not even remembering the characters' it. names. We're so bad. I know. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen this movie in a while. Probably should have pulled up waiting. <laughs> I know that Andy Milanakis is in it, though. Okay. And the other kid that was in it, but he's also, like, they... they T-Dog, man. T-Dog, yeah. They're like... I'll stab you, fool. They have, like, a falling out (laughs) or some shit. So it's mostly just Andy Milanakis. We ain't cool no more. But the songs that they sing at the end, the raps that they do, are fucking hilarious. That is really good in the first one. I do like that first rap. It's almost better than the the stepbrothers rap. The the stepbrothers rap. (laughs) (laughs) That is pretty good. I'm not going to look that up. What are we going to look up? We're going to look up – we can look up um, drink recipes, some of our favorite drink recipes we want to talk about ahead. tonight. Yeah. We could, or we could look up that Andy Pilonikas rap at the end of Waiting One. <laughs> we should just have him like Because I kind of want to hear that right now. I feel like we should look that right up. I feel like our, I feel like our listeners, <laughs> both of them, want to hear us. Hi, Mom. <laughs> No, no, you Hi, gotta Lorraine. see. The, you gotta see <laughs> the scene in, in waiting. <laughs> there it is. Oh, did I click on the right one? I did. I hope we don't get in trouble for playing this. <laughs> Immediately sued. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, you can't use that on your podcast. But this is what we were talking about, too. He's hooking up with his girlfriend at work. Right, right, right. So damn good. All right, here's what we're going to do. Like, just to make sure that we don't get sued by these guys, we're going to talk over some of the stuff. But we really just want to see the gangsters. We'll just add the video to our Facebook that you guys should all go on to. Yeah. What makes you think I won't cuss you? It's so good. Oh, let's go. Word to your mother. Yeah, that's not the rap. They, well, oh, that's mean. You don't sterilize them. <laughs> they probably should. <laughs> the raps are pretty good, though. Yeah. It's just like the one at Step Brothers. Nick and T-Dog. Love them. T-Dog and Nick, motherfuckers. Um, we are going to look up some bar recipes, though. The Another cool thing about the place that I'm working at right now is that it's a fancy cocktail place. And so people come in and order vodka fucking sodas. And it drives <laughs> me nuts. God damn it. Stop Do you have any fancy solos. liquor? We've got all kinds of fancy liquor. We've got all kinds of fancy drinks on our menu, which is cool. So we're making those. But what I've noticed in the last couple of weeks is people have been ordering fancy cocktails from me. That are not on the menu. I'm like, you get it. This is a fancy place. You can order fancy. Like a French 57. French 57. Yesterday, kid came in, ordered a sidecar. I'm like, bro, I got you, man. There's a place called Sidecar, and they didn't have sidecars on their menu, which I was like, how can I come to a place that's called Sidecar and you don't have sidecars? Oh, I'm mad. However, I talked to my dad recently, and he said said, they went back there, and they do have sidecars now. So you made a stink, and they fixed it. I think it was more like my sister and my stepmom made a stink, and then, yeah. So you. Yeah, me. <laughs> it was all me. Vicariously. I made a stink. Your jeans yep. made a stink. <laughs> oh, that was not a good dad joke. Seriously, though, a place called Sidecar that doesn't serve a sidecar, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Yeah. That's like, 
I get it. But their um, food is delicious. But I, I love a, I do love a good sidecar. I'm Same. a cognac fan. And this kid ordered it and I just kinda I took a step back and cocked my head and was like, I like the cut of your jib, son. Nice <laughs> order. And I made him whipped him one up, served it in a coop, nice little chilled coop like for that? him. And he liked it and his friend was like, What's that, man? He's like, hey, it's a sidecar. Fucking try to taste it. He's like, Whoa. I'm like, Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's good. Knock you on your it's ass. a fucking cognac sour, bruh. It's fucking delicious. Um, a woman came in the other night and she ordered a part and parcel. Part and parcel, which is a really fantastic gin drink. And I'm going to pull it up here real quick because I made it. I think I made it for two times. Then I made, I made her two of them. And so I don't want to get it wrong. I remembered it when she ordered it again after looking it up the first time. But I don't remember it 100% right now. But I do have it saved here. So check it out. Bartenders, you want to make a cool gin drink? Drinkers, you want to drink something other than a stupid vodka soda? Vodka sodas are lame. It's an awful tasting drink that leaves a bad aftertaste in your mouth. <laughs> and you try and drown it with lime juice or, or limes, bar lime. Give me like five limes with it. And it doesn't make it any less sucky. All right? So I'm just telling you, get on a cool tip. Don't go to your local dumb watering hole and order a part and parcel. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But ask them if they've got some gin and some grapefruit juice and some St. Germain. That's all they need. Gin, grapefruit juice, St. Germain. You can add a little lime juice, add a little simple syrup. And, I mean, the fancy cool cocktail way calls for grapefruit bitters, which we've got orange bitters, similar enough, citrus bitters. So some citrus bitters, about five drops, half an ounce of simple syrup, quarter ounce of lime juice, just a splash. But if it's fresh lime juice, much better. Um, three quarter ounces of grapefruit juice. Again, if fresh squeezed, dope. Really cool. If you go to a place that's got a juicer or makes like grapefruit syrup, if you've still only got a can, it's still going to be good. Especially if you use like some tasty gin. Delicious. Don't, you like don't use drinks. the, yeah, use some good Hendrix. Use some... There's some, there's some few, some good ones. I like Knickerbocker gin too. That's a good one. Little Knickerbocker, little Knicks. So then, uh, again, three quarter ounces of grapefruit juice, three quarter ounces of St. Germain. So that adds a nice little sweet touch to it. And then two ounces of gin or vodka if you're a scumbag and you hate life. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Vodka drinkers. You can do this with vodka too. Vodka, St. Germain, grapefruit juice, lime juice, simple syrup. Bam. Little bitters really kick it up my notch. But I've worked at bars that don't have fucking bitters anymore. And it's just. Almost all the nightclubs I worked at. Yeah. Like, mm, bitters. Why not? Just throw some bitters in it. Figure I don't it know out. why we don't have bitters, bitters. at a lot of places. Hard. We should it's, have it. It's because they don't want you making craft cocktails. They want you slinging vodka sodas because they're fast. <sighs> so is a PBR. Drink a good PBR. Once again, I'm going to go over this again because this is an awesome drink. And I did. I made it for this lady twice and then I tasted it and I was like, this is fantastic. This is a really good drink. Really, really good. Hendrix gin, two ounces. Three quarter ounces of St. Germain, three quarter ounces of grapefruit juice, one quarter ounce of lime juice, half an ounce of simple syrup, and some citrus bitters in there. Just over ice. Shake it up, baby. Put it in a martini glass or a little coupe if you got them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. That's a delicious, delicious drink. What's a favorite one of yours to make? 
I like French 57. French? You had one of those. We went out to lunch the other day and you had one of those, that French 57. Similar. And yeah, you were like – It wasn't. It was a bit sweet. But it was A it bit was sweet similar. for your taste, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was their take on a French 57? Yeah, it was like a blackberry something French 57. And like the way that I make mine, I actually make them with uh, like powdered sugar in it. Okay. You'd have to like look up the actual like what it is. We're on it. Because I've made them a few different ways depending on where I've worked at. But we should give them probably like the generic French 57. Yeah, so that everybody can make up their own little concoctions with it. That's the fun about spirits. That's the fun about cocktailing and bartending and mixology and all that cool stuff. Whatever name you want to call it. I can do all of it. You know, I can give you a shot of beer real fast. I can make 20,000 vodka sodas a night. Well, probably not that many, but I can make, I can make 300 vodka sodas a night and, and ring you up for every one of them with a credit card. I promise. (laughs) I've done it before. (laughs) Um, but I enjoy, I like muddling. I like when somebody orders something. I like muddling. That makes, oh, I like takes, doing martinis and stuff too. And mojitos. Mojitos. People, I don't people, mind doing stuff like that. People think that like bartenders hate making those. No, if you're a good bartender worth your salt, I don't mind. I if think I've got I all hate my stuff making out. them if I have, if I'm like working at a spot where I'm supposed to be slinging out drinks like as quick as possible. Beers then yeah, and if, and if you're going to come up and ask me for 14. Dirty martinis, and yeah, it's gonna take a second. Yep. Like, especially if you want me to have them to you in thirty seconds or, or lemon less, drops. that's not gonna happen. There's, there's like five shots that people know nowadays, and that's the only thing they know how to drink. Right. We need to expand the drink recipes for like shots and pre-made. There's nothing wrong with a good pre-made shot. We make pre-made punches. You make pre-made shots. You make pre-made. I, know, I think it depends. All kinds of stuff. If you do it right. It can yeah. be just fine. Put it in a good storm pour. Make it fresh every day. I went to a place recently, and they had. Uh, I asked for. So I went with like a friend of mine and she doesn't really drink that much. So it was kind of like, you know, we have to get like generic shots. Right. So she wanted like a green tea. So I asked for a green tea. It was pre-made. It tasted like sour mix. And yeah, no, wrong. She asked me for a Washington apple. So I asked for a Washington apple. It was pre-made. It tasted like cranberry juice. No. And it was just like there's no, a very specific right. way to pour these things. Yep. And, and you shouldn't have to have them pre-made. If like I understand that helps. But, you know, I think that. Here's the thing about a good pre-made. You can make those shots very quickly. Yeah. You can. It's the shaking that usually takes the extra time. So here's what you do. <clears throat> what I've done whenever I had uh, to do a batch of something is you get your measurements perfectly right, first of all. You know, figure out exactly how much you want to put in each shot to make it taste good, right? But a lot and then of do your ones are not, and then do your multiplication. That's yeah. the problem most people that that's what I'm saying is that most people get that part of it wrong. Right. They're they measuring do like it half wrong. and half. Yeah, you can't just dump a whole bottle and put and then and guess it. You have to do it like you're making the shot for everybody. And each bartender is different. You're a little heavier on this, you're a little heavier on that. But if you pre-make it right and you put it in store and pours, then you take your store and pour and you pour out, you portion out however many shots you need over ice and shake it, boom, your drink is done and it right. and it tastes really good. Guarantee it. The thing is though, like a lot of people don't understand that like when you're doing something like for example a washington apple like you, you it's crown royal and then apple pucker and cranberry juice correct so you do yeah. crown royal apple pucker it's not a half and half no not at it's all it's like three quarters crown yep. a quarter yep. apple yeah. any of your of your 
real liquors, like you should be using three quarters of it. And then any kind of cordial or liqueur, you should only be using a small amount. Right. They, a little goes a long way with those very sweet cordials. Yes. And same it's all with sugar. Same with all of your green mixers teas. and stuff, cranberry, pineapple, orange juice. A splash goes a long way for those. Yep. So I think that like people try and cut corners or they think that or they just know, pour wrong. They're pouring wrong. Yep. And, well, I mean, like when you're doing full batches, like places will be like, it's one bottle of this, one bottle of that. Yeah, and they're some eyeballing juice, it. And, and it's like, that's not. That's not yeah. You're not making good cocktails. Sorry. Right. There's a there's a way to do it. If you're going to portion it out, there's a way to do it correctly. Your French, your French 57, though. Um, that's again, it's another good gin drink. So you got uh, an ounce and a half of gin, three quarter ounces of lemon juice. Half an ounce of simple syrup, and uh, then you shake it up and you put a little uh, dry sparkling wine, some Which brute champagne of on the top of it. Which instead of the simple syrup, I Very do nice. a little bit of powdered sugar. There you go. It's way better. I'm I feel picking like. up what you're laying down. Yeah. yeah, it's a different flavor. Yes, and it's a different consistency. Yes. So I can date. You could also use like a strawberry syrup or sure. a raspberry syrup. As long as yeah, it's, you can make it, you make it your own. As long a as it's a fresh, mm-hmm. you know, don't go buying that store bought crap. That makes it taste like store bought crap. Do some fresh grinding and juicing and stuff. This is for people who want to bartend at home. You exactly. know, like yeah, make you some wanna, stuff at home. You want to have cocktail night with the hubby? Tune in to Tales from the Bar Side. <laughs> we'll give you all the good recipes. Just don't drink too much of it. And we can pick. A new recipe every week to um, share. Yeah, I think each. that's I think that's an essential. That's a great idea. That's an yep. essential for this. So we're doing that. We're, you that, guys are here. That's the, a thing. The brainstorming process is happening a, right in front of you. It's a thing right now. So uh, aside from the – and we're going to go into another recipe here. Aside from the part and parcel that I made this past week. And that was new to me. I had never heard of a part and parcel before. She said right. it to me. I was like, what did you say? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's a classic drink. And it really is. It originated way back in the day. And it's just something that fell out of favor and nobody does anymore. And I'm like, that's an amazing drink. I think gin in general. Gin in general like has, has taken a back seat. Out, but yeah. it's starting to come back. Everybody drink vodka. That's what everybody <laughs> drink now. Vodka soda. I want another vodka soda, please, to give me the vodka soda. That's my uh, terrible Russian accent. Anyways. It wasn't um, that terrible. Thanks. There's a drink called the Bee's Knees. Oh, yeah. The Bee's Knees. This girl came up, and she was adorable, too. There's this this lady came up, and it was a, a Christmas party at our place. She had a little cocktail dress on. Her husband was there. And she was like, can you make me a Bee's Knees? And she asked so sweet and had just such a spark on her eye. It was Amazing. I'm like, that's the kind of customer that you love. You're like, oh, you're so cute. Like, I want to put you in my pocket and just take you home with me. I mean, not like that. But do you know what I mean? She right. was a sweetheart. And we love sweetheart customers. If you're nice to us, you want to know our name, you want to know something about us, you're just like pleasant and beaming and happy to be there, you're a joy to wait on. You are. <laughs> you are my favorite customers ever. You when you just like exude this big old ball of positivity. I'm like, I love my job. I'm gonna make you happy whenever you want, right? That's how you get a good Yeah, drink. absolutely. <clears throat> so she goes, Can you make a bee's knees? And I was like, Oh, I've never heard of that. What is it? And so she's like, Oh, well, it's it's this and I think and I'm like, Hold on a second, I'll look it up. I'm like, that's what technology is for. I'm a bartender. If I don't know something, I'm going to look it up immediately and figure out how to make it. And I'm going to go to reputable site, but another gin cocktail and it's so good, but it's got honey and lemon in it. So gin, lemon juice and honey. That's it. That's it. Put it in a cocktail glass, shake it up, serve it like a martini, a little coupe or a martini glass. 
it's really, really good. I you like got this. You good. got the sweet of honey. You've got the juniper of gin, and you've got the zing from the lemon, and all shaken up and chilled. And they ordered like four of them. Her and her husband. Mm. They were so cute. Just they sipped them all night long and were very slow with them and stuff. That I think the really good. I think the last one the husband was like, "Can you put this over ice for me now?" And I was like, "Absolutely!" Like, you got it, man. You guys were cool. But yeah, thanks for uh, sharing that with me. The bee's knees. Sounds delicious. It's I would try that. Fantastic. For sure. Fantastic. <laughs> we're on a roll here. We're making up all kinds of good cocktails. We're bringing cocktails out of the closet, talking about cocktails, talking about drinking, talking about hooking up at work and all kinds of hooking up. goofy stuff. I do that. All the time? No, I wish. <laughs> you knew what I was talking about. It's like we don't do that all the time. Mm. But I mean, you know, it's still a place people go to meet other folks. People go to hook up at the bars. I watch people hook up at That's, the bar all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time. That's it's, it's a lot. Sometimes it's a meat market. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's sometimes a girl comes in with her sister and her two friends, and it's a slow Monday night. Getting towards the end of the shift, and they're already a little bit buzzed. And sometimes you buy them a shot because that's what a cool bartender does. Like, I've got a spill tab. I can use this. Like, you ladies want a shot on the house. Boom. Done. And they drink their drinks, and they have a good time. They bop on out of there. And then 20 minutes later, sometimes, I'm just saying sometimes this happens, <laughs> the sister comes back in and says, hey, do you want to fuck my sister? <laughs> and, and I'm like, yeah, of course I want to fuck your sister. She's gorgeous. And she was. She's like, come save us from these douchebags next door at the bar across the street. And I'm like, I'm there. We're closed. <laughs> so we wrap everything up and I go next door. And sure enough, three douchebags are like just yeah, hovering over oh, them. Like creepy dude. Like, hey, you want to hang out? And come back to my place. And, and the girl's like, ew, no, save us. And I'm like, all right, I'll save you. <laughs> okay. So I, I just kind of slide in. I'm like, yeah, I'll save you. I'll save you. I'll save you. So I steer the conversation away and I start talking to the girl. I'm like, you want me to save you from these guys? She's like, oh my God, please save me from these guys. They're so creepy. I'm like, I got this. I know the bar. So it's closing time, two o'clock. And I'm like, hey, security, my man, do me a favor. When we all leave, <clears throat> We're going to go out the back way down by the bathrooms. I want you to make sure that these guys leave out the front way through the front. Just make sure that they know if they try to go out the back door, you're stopping them. And like, sorry, guys, got to go out the front. Can you do that for me? He's like, oh, absolutely, bro. I'm like, I'm trying to shield these girls from these douchey guys and they're not getting the hint. And he's like, oh, no, I totally understand. I got you, man. I got you. So I'm like, ladies, here's what we do. Go to the bathroom. And then go out the back door. I'm going to go to the bathroom and go out the back door. And I've got security blocking the way for us. They're like, fuck yeah. So we go out the back door, which is where my car is, parked in the back parking lot. Smooth. <laughs> sure enough, we go out the back. The guys are trying to get up front. Security guard stops them. They go out the front. They come around the back just in time to see us getting in the car and leaving. Bye-bye. <laughs> Sorry, suckers. And sure enough, I went home and hooked up with the sister. Oh, my God. Went she back. followed through. Oh, totally. <laughs> no, she wanted me. She was digging me. She was picking up what I was laying down. That's she amazing. was not picking up what these other guys were laying down and was like, come save me. Be my knight in shining armor. Knight in shining armor 
to the Victor Ghost oh, fuck spoils. Yeah. If you come over and make sure these guys. It was don't cooler try than that. Me. She was way cooler than that. Like we got to her place, and she lived with all these girls. It was like her and her sister and their two friends were all roomies in this big house, and it was a nice place too. She's like, um, so come downstairs with me real quick. I'm like, all right. So I go downstairs. She's got, there's like a mattress and curtains hung up. And oh my like, God. She's like, this is the smash pad. I'm like, oh, it's a setup and I'm the, I'm the prey. Oh no. You, tri- <laughs> oh, you, you tricked oh, me. Dear. <laughs> oh, what, what will I ever do? Not me. I'm pure. <laughs> pure as the driven snow. Yeah. So we got, we got nasty. We got busy that night. It was, it was really cool. I felt awkward and was like, I don't want to sleep here on your smash pad. So I left. <clears throat> um, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. I, I just, I had this weird feeling and she texted me the next morning because we had exchanged numbers too yeah, yeah. And, and was like, was like, oh, hey, where'd you go? I was like, no big deal. I just didn't feel like crashing there. Like it was nice. It was fun. I'll see you again sometime for sure. We did, you know. Was, you did? Yeah, we saw oh, each other. Oh, good. Didn't turn into a relationship, but I No, but you still maintained a friendship or whatever. Saw her. At and, least for a second. I saw more of her. <laughs> oh. I saw more of her later. I knew what that meant. It was good. <laughs> I saw I saw some of her friend too. I, and then I saw more of her. Oh friend. my god! I did. We had a, then we had a threesome. Just such a little slut. No, I'm not. I just like a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with liking threesomes. Damn it! It's totally natural for two gorgeous girls to want to have sex with one guy at the same time. In my mind, I will always. I'll fight you to the death. What about that. two gorgeous guys wanting now, sex with one girl? I I wouldn't know. Maybe that's cool for some people, <laughs> but I don't know personally. I've never had the devil's threesome. I've never been into a guy <laughs> and guy and girl threesome. The devil's threesome. That's what they call it, and it's just not my thing. I don't have anything against people who no. it is their thing, but just like just know before you ask me, <laughs> the answer is no. I don't want to have that. I'm cool. <laughs> I will have all the lovely lady and lady and me threesomes that I'm you can. I'm out of beer. The, oh, no. Is it a beer break? <laughs> what do I do? We're going to take our first beer break, you okay, guys. beer break. All right. You're, gonna okay, hear, you're just going to hear silence. <laughs> you didn't want to have radio silence, and I understand that. You can only have two seconds of radio silence before people are like, fuck this. I'm gone. Unlike CDs back in the 90s where they'd have the bonus track that played 15 and a half minutes after the last song ended. Mindless Self-Indulgence had like a couple of those, I think. Mm-hmm. They, were they so thought good. they were so clever back in the day. We that. thought we were so clever tonight. We took our first beer break. <laughs> I was like, I'm out of beer. Let's go. Yeah. You're like, I'm done hearing about <laughs> lesbian stories of you and your sexual conquests, Remy. I thought you were going to tell me that you saw more of her sister. I didn't see more of her sister. No. And then you saw more that would have made it awkward. of the sisters together. Ooh. And then I would have been very interested, hey. but also very weirded out. <laughs> Hello, Pornhub. We've got another <laughs> sisters video for you. Here we are. I swear <laughs> to God. Ready. I swear to God. These two are real sisters, bro. It's so freaky. <laughs> you actually just hold up their birth certificates. It's so freaky. So that way you can see <laughs> that they're actually <laughs> sisters. You're like, now kiss. <laughs> Ew. I don't like it. I had a girlfriend one time who was like, I could never be a lesbian. I couldn't do it. She's like, she's like, the thought of me eating vagina would be like, and she'd stick her tongue out and make like a five year old face. And like, you know, like just touch it for a second and be like, creep that out. So weirded out by this. I always loved that though. I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, ah, you're adorable. It's not, you know, everybody has their own cup of tea sexuality wise. And who am I to judge? What's cool for you is. But you shouldn't be hooking up with your sister. Well, no, I don't have a sister. Sorry. I don't have a sister. (laughs) And I've I've never dated two sisters. 
We've lost a couple of listeners. I've dated a, <laughs> I've dated a couple of girls who I would have liked to have dated their sisters. Okay. Is that weird? Have you ever dated twins? Like, have you ever dated someone who had a who twin? Who had a twin? Yes. No. Okay. I've dated a couple of twins. Wait. Like, not the twins, but I mean, like, <laughs> right. people that were twins. Wait a second. And I've always thought about, like, how weird would it be if someone, like, dated the Both twin and then broke up with one twin to be, to with, be the with the other one. twin, especially if they're, like, identical twins. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... Like, ooh, 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 I really like... How do you know like... that they weren't just, like, tagging in and out anyway? No, 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 because they, they're they different people, and they have different personalities, even just though like, they're twins. Tag, even they... you go tonight. Tag, you go tag tonight. Tag, I go tomorrow. <laughs> just tagging it out. <laughs> I, I, know, I know twins that look nothing alike. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. um, they've never had that problem, I don't think. I would hope not. With trying to date the same girl or... Twins dating dated. twins is another thing. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Then you get to be in a gum commercial. You get to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that kind of goes with the territory, doesn't it? Like, well, fuck, we're dating each other. We might as well just call Wrigley, make it happen, please. <laughs> Double the fun. That's where my mind would go immediately. Like, I, yeah. Am I'm I in a, a commercial like, right I now? I get it. I'm a twin and we're dating twins. Like, put us in the gum commercial. Give us twenty five hundred dollars really and thirty three cents residual, <laughs> and every time it plays on Nick at Night. I love Nick at Night. I, everybody loves Nick at Night. Yeah. How else really would we do. know about Donna Reed and Mr. Ed and Gilligan's Island? Well, probably not. But when I was a kid watching Nick at Night, that's what they had. Yeah. There's all those old yeah, fifty like, I shows. Love Lucy yeah. Leave it to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver. Hey now. I just remember like watching. Which actually leads me to a really good story. So I'm going to tell the story really quick first and then I'll tell that. But one time this guy didn't have any money to tip me and he was really cool. He was like, I'm so sorry. I have no money to tip you. I was like, dude, don't worry about it. Get me next time. Like whatever. And he was like, wait one second. And he reaches into his giant backpack and he's fumbling around for a while and he pulls out all seven seasons of Are You Afraid of the Dark on DVD (gasps) and put them on the bar. And I was like, holy shit, (laughs) this is actually a great tip. Thank you so much. Did that just happen? So yeah, now I have all seven seasons of Are You Afraid of the Dark on DVD. (laughs) Fantastic. That is a win. That's a really cool thing. But what I was going to say is that Nick at Night, right before that, was when they were like sh- ending Nickelodeon to go into Nick at Night. Yeah, they would always do "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Yep. Scariest show when I was a kid. I had the video game Orpheus Curse or Curse of Orpheo or something like that, and I was so scared to play it. <laughs> I could not finish it. You so thought that it was gonna. As an adult, I go back and watch Let's Plays of like every game I couldn't finish as like a kid. Yeah. And that was like one of the first ones I looked up, and I was like, "Why was I?" It was a point and click, like it was literally just like still pictures. You know what I mean? It was like a point and click, and I was so afraid. (laughs) (laughs) They're like in a wax museum, and like you look at like a a caveman, and then you go away, and you come back, and the caveman's gone, and all of a sudden you hear him grunting, and he's like getting closer to you, and you have to like point and click all the way down this hallway. (laughs) Just (laughs) freaked you right out. You're the anxiety level twelve for real. I would be like, "No," like run away. Oh, God. That's fucking nuts. Children. Man. And but but now you got the whole collection. What yeah. a great tip. 
It was a, so good. What it was cool the best customer. tip. I think it was the best really non-cash is. tip I've ever gotten was Are You Afraid of the Dark all seven seasons. And it's fun. Like, I've gotten some great cash tips in my life, and I don't remember exactly what was the highest. Sure. To, because it has Has anyone given you a non-cash tip? Nobody's, well, nobody's given me like $10,000 yet. So well, no. Yeah. That same. would be memorable. Yeah. I think that I, I, think would, I would remember, remember that. something like that. Right. So if you're the kind of person that tips $10,000 and you want to come into my bar. Or, or my bar. Or, you can or come to my bar too. Both of our bars. <laughs> Just come to both of our bars. If you can tip ten grand, you can tip twenty grand for sure. Ain't like, that the truth? Wipe my you know ass what? with twenty thousand dollars. If you couldn't tip twenty grand, I would be willing to let you take five grand and me take five grand. I'd be willing to let you say, "Excuse me, can I get some <laughs> surface next, please?" <laughs> for ten grand, yeah, you definitely can. You're next. Guess what, everybody? You're waiting a minute. <laughs> I think that's what I should do. Next time somebody stops me whilst working, next time somebody says, excuse me, I'd like to get some beverages ordered over here. And it's <laughs> obviously like a situation where there's so many people. I'm going to be like, everybody listen, this person is about to tip me a thousand dollars for they, serving them next they do that at this bar in Livonia. just go off oh, so it's already been somebody already they that literally idea. have like it's like a tip duel basically like so as can, people whoever. tip whoever has the most tips gets to like dunk them in like chocolate syrup oh. and blah 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 yeah they nah, do like a duel i don't like yeah that. well these guys leave with like thousands of dollars so i'm thinking you just as soon as somebody says excuse me you stop the whole bar the whole production you're like everybody may i have your attention please yes be like somebody has just asked me to stop what i'm doing and make a drink it's a bidding war the next person to get served is the one who has the biggest tip and then like some guy pulls down his pants and we're like, no, not that kind of tip. <laughs> Please pull it back up. No. And people start like pulling out money. Like who's got a Benjamin? You're next. If you got a Benjamin you want to throw me, you're next. Right. And if you order a vodka soda, I'm going to laugh in your face. <laughs> and take that Benjamin. <laughs> you just paid $100 for a vodka soda. What is it? Cranberry juice? What are you, stupid? <laughs> Come on. You came up to the bar to order a fucking vodka soda. You waited in line for 20 minutes for a vodka soda. <laughs> I'm really hating on the vodka sodas tonight. I know you are. Can you tell I've made too many I of them lately? I drink vodka sodas. I know you do. <laughs> With a splash of cranberry. Sometimes Of I course. Do. You got to have I that do. little. I get really, like, I can't drink the same thing too many times in a row before I'm like, I've got to just move on to the next thing. I'm gonna and get back to old it's food. like a surefire. Everyone has vodka and everyone has soda. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so it's like, all right, let me just give a vodka soda. You can't be out of this. <laughs> yeah. That's what drink it is. I've had people be out of cranberry juice and out of cranberry pineapple juice, juice and out of orange juice and shit. And I'm just what like, is it all right, period? give me a fucking vodka soda. <laughs> so what a, is it, your period? <laughs> what is it, your period? A vodka soda splash of crayon. A vodka soda splash of crayon is a shark in the water, which is the coolest name I've ever heard for that time of the month. Shark in the water. Shark in the water. That's it's shark so... week. <laughs> It's Shark Week. He's like gagging. Well, vodka soda splash of crayon. That's Shark Week, definitely. Somebody just got their leg nipped. Somebody just, you know, just took a little pinch a of little the bit. Achilles, or maybe she was of the Achilles. <laughs> what kind? Very of a, deadly. Like what kind I of? Can't a, walk anymore. What are we going to title this goddamn show? <laughs> pinch in the Achilles. A pinch in the Achilles. No, <laughs> I think we've got something better than that. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure out what we're going to call it. We'll figure out what we're going to do. We're going to hopefully get some uh, some feedback and some opinions. Yep. 
if you listen to this podcast and you go on our Facebook page and you're like, hey, man, you talked about this and I want to say this about it. I guarantee you one of us will reply to you. DM us. I promise you somebody will reply to you. If you interact Can, with us, we'll please, interact guys, back with you. Please, guys, please slide into my DMs. Slide into our DMs. Please. Girl. Not into my personal DMs. No, no, no. Like the Tales from the Barside DMs. But the Tales from the Barside DMs. It's, it goes to both of us. So they will see all the things you say. So weird. fucking keep that weird shit to yourself. Please keep that weird shit on the page. <laughs> Please give us your weird shit. We want your weird shit. We want the weird shit. We, but we want don't want your all. dick pics, though. No, God, so please no. don't. Because listen, put- I keep a folder of unsolicited dick pics on my on my phone that I will send to you one at a time until you block me. I've so do ne- not send me dick pics. I've never gotten a dick pic in my life. Can you believe that? <laughs> Nobody's ever sent me a dick pic. And I say that like I'm disappointed, <laughs> but truly I'm happy. Truly I am happy to have never received a dick pic. It's not my cup of tea. Anyway, check out our Facebook. Check out our Facebook. Check out our podcast. Check out our – we're going to do everything. We're going to take over the world one drink at a time. We'll catch you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>